It's time to head out on the front porch on KFRM. Grab your favorite drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation on the front porch. Welcome to another edition of On the Front Porch here on KFRM. I'm Jamie Bloom, and uh, so pleased to be visiting today with a good friend of mine uh, from college. Mike Hayden is here. He is the promotions manager at Fox, Kansas in Wichita. He's a TV guy now, <laughs> but used to be a radio guy. Yeah, yeah, I love so, radio. I'm a radio nerd, self-professed radio nerd still. Yeah, so. and everybody I'm sure will notice right away is he's got a great radio voice. Oh my gosh. So, and now it's on TV. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so, so Mike, welcome to the show Thank to start you. with. Thank you. I so am excited to be here. here. Seriously, yeah. it was a good drive up from Wichita. Um, we're lucky that we didn't see any cars with an I break for butterfly sticker on it because I, <laughs> I did my share of keeping that population in check. There's so many butterflies. There are right a now. lot of butterflies. We've we've talked a lot about that recently about why they're, I guess they're migrating. Is that the so deal? Like Mexico, Somebody, is that where they go? I don't know. I don't know but, but they're migrating someplace. Mm -hmm. and I, I agree. They're everywhere. I put a stop to a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, good to know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but we're so glad you're here. You're from Concordia originally. Yeah, yeah. So, hometown, born and raised there. Yeah. So it's a good. That was a good place to grow up, and um, had a lot of good memories there. So grew up in a big family. Yeah, had uh, two parents. And yeah. <laughs> glad to know that. Most yeah. of us do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I have um, two older brothers, mm -hmm. uh, one younger brother, and then um, my little sister took her time getting here. I was yeah. 11 when she was born. Uh, mm -hmm. So my two brothers, David and Rick, are the older ones, and mm -hmm. then Eric is my younger brother, and Stacy is my sister. Yeah. So, so what was it like growing up in that big, crazy household? Uh, thing? You know, it was... It was uh, Somehow it didn't seem crazy at the time. Yeah. Um, seemed normal to you. Yeah, it seemed normal. That's all I knew. Crazy was the new normal yeah. at the time. Uh, but, you know, we uh, I remember watching my brothers play high school sports, and mm -hmm. uh, and um, then I got involved in sports. And, uh, I mean, it, I guess it didn't really get crazy for me until Stacy was born. I mean, we yeah. had a girl invade the family. <laughs> girl in the family. Like, what are you doing here? Yeah. And uh, So was she the baby and the girl? Yeah. So... Was she like pretty spoiled, you uh, think, or did she just have to I hold say her that own? On air? Or? Well, I don't know. Is <laughs> she going to listen to this? She is not going to be able yeah. to pick up the signal. Anyway, no. Yeah. Uh, or, or was it kind of like she had to learn to hold her own with all these? You brothers? know, she did well. Uh, Good. Putting up a fight if she had to. She, <laughs> but um, we knew better than to pick one with her too. Yeah. So she uh, she did good, and and you know. Uh, she's dad's baby girl, you know, and uh, she he took care of her, and uh, we all kept our eyes out for her and just made sure that she got through okay. But she was tough. Okay. But she had to be with four older brothers. She had to be. Yeah. yeah. My husband's so. the same way. It's like three boys and, and or four boys and one girl. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, she was the same way. So, yeah. And they tell stories sometimes about the horrible things they did to her. Oh, my gosh. I always feel sorry for her now. So <laughs> I'm extra nice. That's good to, to, you, uh, to yeah. her. You're a good person. So how about your parents? What what did they do? Uh, dad, um, boy, I remember he worked at uh, the Bogart's Warehouse up there. Yeah. The grocery store. Right. And, um, uh, and then he left there, and he went to work at a lumber company, I believe. Uh, and I could have this out of sorts. Sure. But the one job I do remember that he had for a while was he was a route salesman for Pepsi-Cola. Okay. And um, uh, on occasion, he would take me out uh, on the route with him and help him help deliver pop during the summer. Yeah, you probably and, loved it. Yeah, it was great. I yeah. loved it. And there was one time he came to pick me up to take me out on the route. And uh, do you remember the shirts uh, that said, I'm with stupid? 
Yes. <laughs> I had a shirt that said stupid and it was pointing up at me. Uh-huh. And I wore that with my mm-hmm. blue Royals baseball hat. You needed a friend with you that I had did. the I'm with stupid <laughs> shirt did. to go with it. Well, yeah, dad needed that shirt because he looked at it and he goes, no, go back in the house and change your shirt. <laughs> We're not going to go that. deliver pop to clients while you have a stupid shirt on. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, I changed shirts. But, yeah, he'd take me out with him and it was great. I loved it. Getting to see all these small towns like Cortland and uh, I'm I mean, just everywhere. Yeah. It, was, it was fun. That so, probably so, was an interesting job. Yeah. Fun. Uh, it was hard work, too. I mean, sure. throwing cases of pop around and helping yeah. me do that. But Dad had a good work ethic, and and uh, I think that's where I got a lot of my work ethic today. Yeah. Um, Mom, uh, she, I remember her working at a doctor's office, Dr. Coulter's office in Concordia for a long time. And um, then she... Uh, I believe she went to, well, I think she just went to Cloud County. Mm-hmm. That's where I remember her. Yeah, yeah, everybody. She's like everybody's other mom. She was. Yeah. Yeah, she uh, was. She, and so, you had any problem, you just go ask Pam in the office. Yeah, she worked there <laughs> in the admissions office with Wally Carlson. Yeah, and, I forgot uh, about Wally. Oh, Wally's great. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, she worked there forever until she retired. So they're both retired now. And uh, after she retired, uh, they packed up from Concordia. And they moved to Lawrence, Kansas. Mm-hmm. And they live in Lawrence now. And why Lawrence? Uh, Mom and Dad have always been KU fans. Okay. And I, I didn't know if there was a family connection there, well, too, or if her it was brother, just... Mom's brother lives oh, okay. there, and yeah. she has a brother that lives in Topeka as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but according to her and Dad, that's God's country, and okay. that's where they belong. <laughs> they're said, with that's all great. the other J. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, they're that's up in great. Lawrence now, and my brother <laughs> Eric lives there as well. Right. And so, yeah. yep. And so they're retired and just living there and doing retired things. Yeah. Well, good for them. So, yeah. Yeah. Glad to hear that. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, you, you went to Concordia High School. Yep. Home of the Panthers. Um, yep. Sports guy in high school, played quite a bit of sports. Uh, I uh, started off with um, just basketball because I was one of the taller kids. Uh-huh. And basketball back then didn't start until you were in fifth and sixth grade. And yeah. we had like a two week schedule. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. We just played in <laughs> other kids in the school. We didn't play other team, other right. schools at all. Yeah, it was just interleague. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. Uh-huh. and so each class had their own team. Yeah. And so anyway, um, yeah, I did that. But then um, uh, I ended up moving over into football when I was in junior high. Mm-hmm. And because back then you didn't start football pretty much until you seventh were seventh grade. grade. Yeah. yeah, and I don't even think I played my seventh grade year. I I, uh, mm-hmm. I know the coaches were uh, asking me to go out, uh, but I didn't start until eighth grade, mm-hmm. and that's when I started playing football, and um, just kind of stuck with that. I dropped basketball my freshman year. Mm-hmm. I didn't play my freshman year, so it was just yeah. mainly football and track for a couple of years. And uh, but I played football all four years through high school. Mm-hmm. You were and, a music guy too, right? Yeah, I was in drama. I was in music. Mm-hmm. I was in the musicals. I was Freddie Ainsford Hill and My Fair Lady. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, that was really the only musical I think I was in. But I did some other plays. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was in show choir um, in uh, New Creation, which is what the show choir was up uh-huh, there. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, yeah, I was in band. I played mm-hmm. drums. And percussion. Yeah, uh, you're a drummer. Yep, yeah. uh, did that, and so 
uh, was also, that's where I got my start in radio mm -hmm. uh, was then. Um, in high school? Yeah. yeah. We had an after school radio show called the good time hour. Really? And yeah. Every day after school. So was the uh, station there in the school? We had our own studio in the school. Really? Yeah. And, that's pretty neat. And, uh, so every day after school from, uh, was it three thirty to four thirty? I believe. Uh, we would go up to the studio and we would play the music and we would do a five minute news show and um, just host the whole thing. And it was uh, through the local station up there mm -hmm. um, and they would give us an hour of airtime. They'd flip it over to us and really? we were live. Yeah. Wow. And you know, it, that, that was pretty generous of them. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. That whole hour. Yeah, oh, it was fantastic, though. And uh, that class was designed for uh, juniors and seniors only. Mm -hmm. But I got started in eighth grade with that. And uh, I remember uh, Keith Long, he was a teacher up there at the time. And, uh, he came down to m one of my classes when I was in eighth grade and he's going, Hey, uh, I've run into a bind. Could you come up and just jockey records for a while? Mm -hmm. He didn't want me talking on the air. Yeah. Don't uh, say anything. Yeah. <laughs> just play the records yeah. and push the buttons. And I go, yeah, I'd love to. And that's where it started. And I was in radio for all four years, uh, yeah. doing that. And it was great. And so that led to me going to cloud County. Well, that's and, why you were already so good by the time you got to, I don't know. To good, Cause County. I still have air checks from cloud <laughs> County and I'm like, my God, I do too, but I'm not sure if I have anything to play them on anymore. Cause oh, they're I all do. on cassette. Yeah. I think so, I have some of you as well. So I need to uh, share those with you. Um, yeah. But yeah, fun so times. That, that was good. So that led me up into cloud and I did music up there at cloud County and, uh, radio mm -hmm. and, um, probably, I went to a lot of colleges, and those were the two best years of my college career ever. You know, I say that, too. Do you really? That's funny. Yeah, I say I mean, that, too. Sometimes people thumb their nose at, at junior college, and I go, my gosh, don't discount that, because that's oh, such no. a good experience. It is. It's so, a lot of fun, and I, I've said that before, yeah. that I feel like I keep in touch with more friends oh, from those do. years definitely of college do. than, I mean, I've been than in, others. Yeah, and... I've been to college at, uh, I, went, I went to KU, I went to school in Nashville, Tennessee, I went to Wichita State. And um, more of my lifelong friends have come from Cloud County than anywhere else. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So it was good. Um, how about employment through your high school years then? Uh, did you work anywhere? Um, my first job uh, was uh, I was a paper carrier for the Blade Empire. Oh, up there. yeah. On your yeah. bike? Uh, yeah, no. some days. Yeah. Yeah. And then I did it in the snow, too, when we yeah. have a foot of snow on the ground. And uh, <laughs> that started when I was in sixth grade. And uh, I don't know. I must have done something right because I kept getting paper carrier of the month. And then I think they finally put a limit on it or something. <laughs> paper carrier of the month meant mm -hmm. that you got a you, you delivered all of your papers without any complaints for the month. Uh -huh. And then they give you like 10 extra bucks or something wow. like that. Yeah, it was yeah. a big deal back then. I bought Comic it probably book money. was. Yeah. yeah. And so... Um, yeah, I did that, and uh, I was a lifeguard at the Concordia Swimming Pool yeah. uh, when I got older. Um, I worked at um, Arthur's Pizza, which became Big Cheese Pizza, mm -hmm. and uh, I worked uh, part-time at the radio station up there. Yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah, gosh. Jack I of all trades. Just kind of... Yeah. Had some money coming in. Yeah. Well, walking around money. Yeah. Little, uh, buying vinyl albums money, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, probably cassettes by then. No. Or maybe I CDs. I never, no. You know, I still you remember. You never got the into cassettes? I, I, 
I remember the first cassette I bought. Mm-hmm. I remember the first album. I remember all of this. Yeah. The first 45 I ever got, uh, I think mom bought for me. It was mm-hmm. Take a Chance on Me by ABBA. I have that one, too. Do you? <laughs> Such a good song. It is a great song. Yeah. I love ABBA. Uh, and then uh, the first one I ever bought that I can remember, uh, and I'm pretty sure this is it, was It's Still Rock and Roll to Me by Billy, Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the first album I bought um, was ABBA's Greatest Hits Volume 2. Mm-hmm. Still have it. Mm-hmm. Um, the first cassette I bought was the Footloose soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then the very first CD that I bought was um, uh, Prince's Batman soundtrack. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. And I, I bought it before I had a CD player. Uh, at the time, CDs were just coming out about the time I was getting ready to move to KU, uh-huh. move to Lawrence. We had signed a lease at an apartment, and part of the deal of signing your lease was we're going to give you a CD player. Oh, hey. And I went, holy yeah. cow, yes, I'm going to That's live there. Awesome. So you went ahead and bought your... I bought my music beforehand, beforehand. so when I moved in, I would be ready to go with that CD player. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, um, yeah, I still have kind of always just migrated towards uh, vinyl records. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that has to do with my dad. Because mm-hmm. Dad has a very large music collection, a lot of vinyl. He still has every vinyl record he's ever bought. Yeah. And he started That's buying awesome. records about eighth grade. And I think his first one was, and I could be wrong, but my guess is uh, First Name Initial by Annette Funicello. Really? Yeah. Wow. And he still has every record, and huh. they, he took such good care of them, and they still yeah. sound great. Oh, I bet he's got some good stuff in that He does. He so. does. And he is, yeah, he's he's kind of mm. created a monster with, with me with yeah. that. So, yeah. It was, <laughs> That's awesome, though. It's good. I love That's it. Good. Yeah. Well, Mike, it's time for us to take our first break. Wow. That was fast. So it, right. it goes fast. Sure does. Uh, we'll come back and visit more with Mike Hayden on the front porch. Back on the front porch today, I'm Jamie Bloom, visiting with Mike Hayden. Uh, Mike is uh, originally a Concordia, Kansas native, and now living in Wichita and working as the promotions manager at Fox Kansas, the TV station there in Wichita. Um, Mike, you were telling me uh, you had a pretty good story from about maybe your senior year of high school. You went on a mission trip. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of us high school kids uh, uh, from the church, mm-hmm. uh, they... They took us to Ottawa University mm-hmm. in Ottawa, and we spent a week there um, just helping them out, doing some yard work around the campus. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of them, they helped refurbish chairs and furniture and things like that. Just, sure. Just things that needed done, needed done. When, before school started in the fall. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was part of this group of guys that worked um, out in the yard. We called ourselves the Yard Apes. Okay. And, <laughs> uh, and we were just, uh, we were shirts off, hair bandanas on our head. We looked like a pretty rag and tag bunch. Yeah. But we got the work done. Yeah. And anyway, we took a break. And Ottawa University was nice enough to loan us this truck. Old, old green truck, three-speed on the tree. I'd never driven one of those before, but I learned. Uh-huh. And so uh, they, and so we used it to go to uh, probably a Walmart or something sure. um, to go pick up a, uh, something cool to drink. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of my friends, Andre, uh, he found a squirt gun that he wanted <laughs> to help keep us cool. And uh, <laughs> But the gun was very realistic looking. It looked yes. like a real handgun. Yeah. And um, so here we are with our shirts off in this old, beat-up, barely-running pickup truck, uh, bandanas on our head. And uh, Andre has got the squirt gun 
pointing it at cars and squirting oh them gosh. as we drive by. And we're just laughing, having yeah, a good time. Yeah, not even thinking. Yeah, yeah. And so we finally get back <laughs> close to campus, and I go, oh, my gosh, we're getting pulled over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I pull over. And I'm waiting for the cop to come up to the window, and I see him standing behind a pole behind me with his gun drawn. He's going, get out of the car. And I went, huh? And he goes, get out of the car. And so I get out of the car and start walking towards him, and he goes, stop. He pulls a gun. Stop right there. Oh, my gosh. Hands on the truck. And I go, all right, what's going on? And they're going, you know what's going on. And uh, the other guys got out of the truck, and, and they start looking inside of the truck. And uh, they ask, okay, so where is it? Where's what? He goes, you guys had a gun. And Andre goes, oh, I know where it is. And he goes to get into the, into the truck, and the cop pulled him back hard and pushed him uh, back against the truck wow. hard and says, we'll find it. <laughs> and uh, by that time, backup had shown up. So there oh, were two or three goodness. cops there, lights going. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so they, they get in there and they find the, the, squirt, the squirt gun. gun. And uh, they were embarrassed. But mm-hmm. they were mad, too, because they were say, embarrassed. Yeah. 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 Um, so we got reprimanded. We didn't get a mm-hmm. ticket or anything. Well, that's good. I think, but... I mean, the preacher of our church was there and he helped talk them down and explain mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that we were idiots. And so, <laughs> <laughs> so. They're just a bunch of idiots. It's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, my yeah, goodness. That's, that's one thing. That's a great story. Yeah. Yeah. Glad you told that one. Great. <laughs> so uh, after graduation then, and you talked about going to Cloud County, and that's where oh, we met. Yeah. We were in the radio program and the great society together and yeah. talked about what great times we had there. Oh, it was and so much fun. I loved both those things. Um, I still, like I said, I have radio air checks of me back at Cloud County and sometimes it's fun to listen to those again mm-hmm. and just listen to how awful I was. And, <laughs> but boy, the music was good back then, wasn't it? Was. It oh, was. Yeah. It was great. So good. And, um, yeah, go ahead. No, you uh, got to go on the trip because I was always so jealous because I was actually a year behind you mm-hmm. and you were with the Great Society group that got to go to Australia, right? Australia. Yeah. Oh, I was so I, jealous I didn't even trip. know that was part of the gig when I signed up for Great Society. Yeah. Uh, they said, oh, you know, you, you did show choir in high school. You can go ahead and do this. And uh, I go, okay, great. And they go, oh, by the way, we're going to Australia. Oh, Oh. sweet. And so, yeah, we went down there to perform at the World's Fair, which actually was called the, uh, it was called like a World Expo. Okay. They kind of changed Mm -hmm. the name of it. But we went to um, Brisbane and Sydney uh, and this other part of Australia, all on the East Coast. Um, Surfer's Paradise Hmm. uh, was the name of this place. But yeah, it was a great time. We spent two and a half three weeks maybe down there yeah. and so much fun. Got to hold a koala and mm-hmm. uh, uh, pet kangaroos and do so many things. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. And we stayed with the host family, which I would love to know how to get in touch with those people again. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. remember their names. Yeah. I do have a picture of them, but that's mm-hmm. all I have. Yeah. And it would just be fun to touch base with them mm-hmm. again yeah. and uh, just do that. But Australia was a great place. And someday I'd, I'd love to go back, uh, take my wife down there. Yeah, It's uh, on my list for is sure. It? Someplace yeah. I'd like to visit someday. Yeah, it's really so. cool. Really great yeah. place. So. I remembered you guys got to do that. Yeah. So. Sorry, you did miss out on I it. know, I missed out on <laughs> that one. Um, so after Cloud... Yeah. Where did you head off the two then? Uh, well, I went off to uh, University of Kansas, mm-hmm. um, and I almost didn't make it because I was in a horrible car wreck. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like 28 years ago, just 
last September. Mm-hmm. This, yeah. yeah. Um, we were in a bad car wreck, me and my friend Andre. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's, I need to watch out for him. Oh, you need to watch yeah. out for Andre. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, he uh, he and I were in a bad car wreck, and uh, he was in the hospital for a long, long time. Uh, we hit head-on with a pickup truck on the mm-hmm. dirt road in the middle of the night. Um, but we survived that, and I went to KU, and... Um, while I was at KU, uh, I had a job on campus, but I also worked at um, the radio, local radio station there in, mm-hmm. in Lawrence. Were you majoring in radio communication? Uh, I was in it. It was journalism. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I guess that was radio fell into that category. Right. But yeah. I mean, they had me doing looking into you know how to create ad campaigns, and mm-hmm. and at the time I was like, no, I just want to be a DJ. Yeah. I don't want to do any yeah. of this ad stuff. And right. Um, but yeah, I, I I was only there for probably a year and a half. Mm-hmm. I never did finish there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I just worked at the radio station um, when I when I left there, and didn't know exactly what my next step was going to be. And uh, I was music director mm-hmm. at the radio station, and um, one of my music reps was based in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were talking about what I want to do, and uh, she goes, "You know, you should come down to school here in Nashville and go to Belmont University." And I go, I've never heard of it. And she goes, yeah, they have a great music business program. Because I always thought it would be great to work behind the scenes in the music business. Sure. Uh, which is kind of like what radio was anyway. Right. Um, but this was a little closer to what the artist, where the artists were. And so I looked into it. Um, I didn't look into it very deep because I didn't realize how expensive it was. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I went anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, I left the radio station in Lawrence. And uh, uh, in between here and there... I worked at a summer camp in Missouri called Canacuck Camp. Mm-hmm. It was a, a Christian sports camp. Did that for for a summer, and it was one of the best experiences of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then I moved on to Nashville, and uh, started. So, how did you afford it then? Uh, did you work while you were there? Yeah, I had I had a I had a job uh, working at a a tractor implement supply company. Oh, okay. It was just a warehouse full yeah. of tractor parts. Mm-hmm. I did that. Uh, I worked at Sam's Club, mm-hmm. um, and then eventually, uh, because of my connections with uh, a girl I worked with in Lawrence at the radio station, her uncle was a record producer. His name was Garth Fundus, and he uh, produced records for um, Don Williams, who recently passed away, um, Trisha Yearwood. Yeah. Uh, And so she got me in touch with him. He is uh, from here in Kansas. And uh, so I touched base with him. He owned a recording studio called Sound Emporium recording studio and he said yeah come on down i'll talk with you and so i got to wow. meet uh meet him talk with him and i said i just love to hang out at the studio do whatever you you know whatever you have mm-hmm. and so they took me in and i worked there just part-time mm-hmm. um doing whatever you know staying yeah. late while musicians were in there and um oh, i bet that was a great experience for you though it really was it was kind of surreal um yeah. but we had a lot of people coming and going i mean trisha yearwood would would come in and record mm-hmm. things um marty stewart one of the most um uh probably the biggest records that were reco- was recorded while I was there was called Rhythm Country and Blues. Okay. It came out about 94. Mm-hmm. Um but it's a, it's also the studio where REM recorded records. Uh, a lot of people have recorded there a lot and it's just kind of a legendary place. But yeah, it was great. And yeah. I was only there for uh, a year or two um before I went in and uh I moved on to another job inside the music business. 
I interned for the Christian rap group DC Talk. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. got to work with them, and that led me to a job with Chapel Hill Management. Mm-hmm. And Chapel Hill Management, uh, their little section was really more of a um, uh, business management for the artists. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, uh, one of their artists needed a road manager at the time, and so I was a road manager for Bruce Carroll. Mm-hmm. And Bruce Carroll, he's he's won some Grammys, but he was a Christian artist. Yeah. And I didn't do that for very long, actually, before I decided that wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up just doing more of this business management thing. Mm-hmm. And that really wasn't for me either, but that's what I did for a while. Right. And, and this it, was all out of Nashville then? All out of Nashville. still living in Nashville? Yep. Yep, and and the idea behind the whole deal was to let the artist be artist, go be creative, go out on the road, do your shows, whatever. We'll mm-hmm. take care of your bills, right. so you don't have to worry about that. You just have to funnel money back to us. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we did that for the Newsboys, um, Jars of Clay. Um, mm-hmm. We had some country artists. We also dealt with a lot of uh, record producers, mm-hmm. where we would manage budgets for them while they were recording uh, a record. And so we would just need to make sure that we would hire the background vocals and musicians and so that they would come in under budget. Uh-huh. And if they came yeah. in under budget, they got to keep what was left of the money. Yeah. So that was our job. And that was a big challenge because oh, a lot of those people yeah. like to spend money. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we just to keep them in check was a, was a, uh, sometimes a challenge. But it was great. I made some good friends I'm, uh, with the newsboys and the guys in Jars of Clay. And, uh, yeah, it was great. That was a good time. It sounds like it. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. Well, Mike, we're going to take another break. All right. And when we come back, we'll continue the story. Okay. So uh, learning things I didn't know today. (laughs) Visiting with Mike Hayden today on the front porch. We'll be back on the front porch. I'm Jamie Bloom visiting today with Mike Hayden. Mike is the promotions manager at Fox, Kansas, and Wichita. And we're going to get him there here eventually. But we've got some some other things to cover first. Um, Mike. You were in Nashville when we left off, right. uh, working in the music business. Yeah, kind of behind the scenes. Yeah, uh, and, the and business side of it. Yep, it was a great time, great experience. Met some really neat people. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of my friends from that I met down there. Are, I mean, people that I met at college at Belmont are still in the music business. Some of them are actually yeah. performers that you would know of. Like uh, there's a group called Sela. They're a Christian music group. They yeah. still do things. I've got a friend named Pete. He is a songwriter. He's won uh, country music awards in Canada, I think. Uh, yeah. He's done a lot of yeah. songwriting. He's done some really great stuff. Uh, still a lot of friends in the music business. Yeah. Um, awesome. So it's fun. But anyway, yeah, uh, it was at that time when uh, that's really kind of where my wife Mm-hmm. Uh, came into the picture. Mm-hmm. Um, Although she's not from Nashville. No, she's from Salina, Kansas. Salina, Kansas. Yeah. And, and went to Cloud. She went to Cloud. Yeah. Yep. And we knew each other uh-huh. there. Uh, I would be on the radio at KVCO up there, and she would stop by the water fountain outside the st- station mm-hmm. and when I was on the air and wave. Wave through the window. And I'd wave mm-hmm. back. Yeah. And occasionally, when I was over at the dorms running around, just doing whatever, mm-hmm. uh, I would run from one, one of my friend's places up to the other, and sh- her dorm was in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she worked. I mean, she took a lot of hours. I mean, yeah. a lot of hours in college. Uh, and then she worked full time, I think, mm-hmm. or part time at least. But right. uh, so she was always in bed pretty early. But she would I would always stop by her window and go, hey, how's it going? And just say hi. And mm-hmm. that was it. End of it. Didn't think any yeah. more of it. Just friends. Yeah. Yeah. And um, 
So anyway, yeah, uh, long story short, when I was living in Nashville, we had a mutual friend. Her her old roommate and my best friend from high school were getting married. Okay. And uh, so she uh, contacted me and said, hey, are you going to be going to the wedding? And I said, yeah, I'll be there. Mm -hmm. And um, so we made plans just to kind of meet and talk and hang out at the wedding. And uh, they ended up not getting married. Really? Yeah, it just didn't happen. But huh. uh, we kept talking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And so uh, she uh, moved down to Nashville, and uh, it was at, at first I was like, ah, I'm not interested. I don't, I don't want this. Uh, yeah. I don't want this to happen. Um, but she didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, at the time I was working, I didn't mention this job. I was working at a haunted house in Nashville. A haunted house. That was my very first job. <laughs> very first, first thing I could find when I got there. What, what did, did you play? So, the like the guy with the chainsaw? Well, no, I led people out to the guy with the chainsaw. Okay. I was in the uh, graveyard. I was in a coffin, oh a stand-up coffin against uh -huh. the wall. And as they would walk in, I had this foot trigger that would open the coffin door and slam it against the wall. <laughs> and then I would chase them out uh -huh. towards the guy with the chainsaw. So that was my... Sounds like exhausting work. Uh, but it was fun. It was a good time. <laughs> I bet it was fun. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, she came, to, uh, came down, made a visit and um, uh, with her friend, uh, Jean, and uh, I can't remember the other girl's name, Terry, mm -hmm. I think. But anyway, um, yeah, uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't too much longer where I decided, yeah, I'm kind of interested in this girl. I mm -hmm. think, yeah, I think she's the one. And so uh, I was working at Sand Emporium Recording Studio, and I was going, you know, I think I want to propose to this girl. I I want to know. I what can I do? I want to do something special. Yeah. And so, um, I figured that might be a good place to start since they mm -hmm. had so many contacts. And well, what does she like? Does she like music? And I go, yeah, she loves music. In fact, we're going to go see uh, Clint Black and Winona Judd in concert at Starwood Amphitheater. And she goes, well, here's the name of Winona's manager. Maybe you can start there. And so we called, uh, I called, contacted him, wrote him a letter, told him what I wanted to do. I wanted to propose at the concert mm -hmm. to Sarah. Mm -hmm. And uh, they tried to get back in touch with me. And I was always gone doing something for school or whatever. They, right. they left messages at the house. Winona even called once. Not really? knowing it was Winona, but now looking back on it, it was Winona. It was Winona. Because I recognized the voice. <laughs> yeah. And her manager would call. And we just never made contact before the show. And I thought, well, it's not going to happen. I had the ring. We were going to the concert, and I was thinking to myself, should I bring the ring into the concert? And I said, no, no, because I'll lose it. Oh, no. And so I just tuck it under the seat in my car uh -huh. and left it there. And so we go into the show, and the warm-up act's playing. We're sitting back in the grass seats. Uh, it was an outdoor amphitheater. Uh -huh. And uh, after that act was over, over the loudspeakers... Mike Hayden, please come to the front of the stage. <laughs> and Sarah's like, did you win a contest or something? Because I'd won contests. We'd won tickets to go see Luther Vandross and sure. other things like that. Sure. And I said, uh, I don't think so, but maybe I did. So yeah. we went down to the front of the stage. As far as you know, yes. yes that's what happened. exactly. <laughs> yeah. We went down to the front of the stage, and uh, one known as manager, his name was Roach. Uh, <laughs> nice guy, kind yeah. of a creepy name. I, and in fact, she ended up marrying him eventually. Oh, really? They're yeah. no longer together. Yeah. Um, but anyway, he, he said, hey, come with me. Uh, but he made Sarah stay by the sound, the guy running the soundboard. Mm -hmm. And he, so he pulls me up closer to the stage and goes, you still want to do this? And I go, do what? And he goes, you want to propose? And I went, oh, this is that? Yes. Yeah, I'd love to, but I left the ring out in the car. And he's going, okay, what are we going to do? How's this going to work? Mm -hmm. And uh, he says, you know what? I'll tell her that you left your lights on out in the car and that you need to, um, I'm going to take you out to go shut them off. And I go, okay, yeah, yeah. that'll work. 
And so he went and told her that, and he had her sit by the sound guy uh-huh. that's running the sound, the sound for the show. And he took me um, backstage, mm-hmm. and we went into Winona's dressing room. And uh, I walk in there, and there she is getting ready. You know, doing they're doing her hair and stuff. Right. And uh, she goes, "You're a hard man to get in touch up, touch with." And I said, "Yeah, tell me about it. You're hard to get in touch with too." <laughs> and she goes, "But I'm supposed to be." But anyway, yeah. She goes, "So when do you want to do this?" And Sarah's favorite song at the time was "She Is His Only Need." Uh-huh. Uh That was one of her first single off her solo album. Yeah. And I go, "Can we do it after that song?" And she goes, "Well, that's like 13th song in the set." And I said, "Okay." And uh, she goes, okay, yeah, well, that's when we'll do it. And so we'll just set you backstage. And so this whole time I'm sitting backstage, Clint Black walks by, you know, yeah. and all these other people. It's in Nashville. Yeah. So there's a lot of their friends yeah. walking backstage going, oh, we're excited for you. This is going to be great. Word got out. Um, so I'm sitting back there. And the whole time Sarah's out by the sound guy. Wondering where you are. Yes. 13 <laughs> songs into the concert. What did they, yeah. Yeah. And she what just about left and went back. So to now did you sitting. get to go out and get the ring? No. No. Okay. No. No. Didn't leave. So you had to propose without it, which yeah. So yeah. Which is okay. Yeah. So we got to that song and Mm -hmm. uh, lights went out and she pulls me out on stage and lights go up and I'm standing there in front of fifteen thousand people. Oh my gosh. And uh, it's just like, "Ah," Uh you know. (laughs) And uh, she's going, "This young man wrote me a letter and he uh, has a question he wants to ask his girlfriend Sarah. Can you come up to the stage?" And so she was walking up the stage and she says her legs about gave out because she (laughs) knew what's going on. Yeah. And so she gets up on stage and Winona goes, uh, Mike or Mike, the mic is yours. Yeah. <laughs> so she hands me the mic and I get ready to say something to Sarah and Winona takes the mic back and she's going, if you're going to do this, you're going to do this right. And she pushes me down, down on, one on one knee. knee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh and and gosh. that's when the whole place got silent. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was just me and a microphone and 15,000 oh, people. I'm nervous just hearing you tell the story. I can't imagine what it was like actually being uh, there. Uh, yeah, and so I, I didn't say anything profound. I just said, Sarah, will you marry me? Mm-hmm. And uh, I held the mic up to her, and she went, yes. And the place exploded. <laughs> oh. It was amazing. I still oh. can still hear it in my head. Don't you wish it was when we would have had our iPhones all there? Oh, when you, someone yeah. could have recorded that for you. Yeah, that would have been great. And, awesome. uh, so, and yeah. you said, the ring is in the car. <laughs> yeah, I told her that after we got off stage. I said, I don't have the ring. It's and she the hadn't car. figured it out that that's what was happening? No. Sitting there 13 songs? Not, until, she, not until they went to grab her. When she saw me up on stage, she then goes, she figured this it is out. it. Yeah. And wow. uh, luckily, we were there was someone there, a photographer for a, a magazine. Uh-huh. And we were in a mag, like Country America magazine or something. So we got a copy of that. And so Very we still have cool. those pictures. And they're what up on our wall now. great story. So, yeah. So that's where we began. That's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Um, talk a little bit. What does Sarah do now? Uh, Sarah works for USD 262. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is the assistant to the superintendent. Okay. She's not the assistant superintendent. <laughs> She's the assistant to the, assu- <laughs> to the superintendent. Sounds like the office. Yeah, so she, yeah, yeah. So she, she works at the, at the front desk up there and yeah. uh, does a lot of things to help keep that place running. So. And as long as we're talking about it, let's talk about your kids. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, he just turned 21, mm-hmm. and he is a junior at Wichita State, and he is majoring in sports management. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, with a minor in communications, and he is uh, really getting his feet wet in uh, Wichita State Athletics, mm-hmm. uh, doing stuff for them, marketing, social media marketing. And then uh, my daughter, Amber, uh, she is a sophomore at Valley Center High School, mm-hmm. and uh, she is involved with, uh, she's on the volleyball team, 
she does track. Uh, she also does uh, rowing with Wichita yeah. uh, Rowing Association, the Junior Rowing Association. That's neat. And, I've really enjoyed seeing your pictures and Snapchats and social media about that just because I, I'm so unfamiliar with it. And it yeah. looks so cool. Yeah, you know, and we actually looked into that for Andrew, mm-hmm. and uh, it just never uh, unfolded for him. Mm-hmm. But when we were looking for something else for Amber, we thought, you know, this is all Sarah. Sarah kind of took care of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, she goes, I'm going to look into that for Amber. And uh, it worked out. And she started in eighth grade. Now she's a sophomore and she's captain of the junior rowing team. Yeah. Uh, I think she might be the youngest captain they've ever had. And she's mm-hmm. doing great. Yeah. She is doing amazing. I, I, I think she's made for this. Yeah. Yeah. And she loves it. That's so, great. I mean, the early morning practices might not be her favorite. Yeah. Um, but who loves early morning practices? For uh, yeah, I was going to say, I think yeah. any sport where you're doing early morning practices. Is, yeah, they yeah, can be great. But yeah, she's doing really good with that. So I'm awesome. excited. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. All right, Mike, it's time for one more break. All and, right. Uh, we'll come back we'll and uh, continue our story and get you moved back to Wichita. Alrighty. So. I'm visiting with Mike Hayden today on the front porch. I'll be right back. Jamie Bloom back with you on the front porch today, uh, joined by Mike Hayden. Uh, Mike is a Concordia native and currently in Wichita, Kansas, working as the promotions manager at Fox Kansas, a TV station. And I think, Mike, we're finally to the point where we're going to move you out of Nashville and to Wichita, you and Sarah. Yeah, we're at that point. And uh, talk a little bit about what you did. Now, you didn't come right into TV when you moved to Wichita, you actually went into radio. No, yeah. Uh, that was the first job I was able to find. Sarah was able to transfer with uh, the, the company she was working with from Nashville to Wichita. In mm-hmm. fact, they had paid for the move or helped pay for the move. Great. And so mm-hmm. that was awesome. Um, but I didn't have anything when we moved to town. And so um, I ended up uh, working at a radio station there, the top 40 radio station in, in Wichita. And uh, they also had a rock and roll station, too. Yeah. So I worked there, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I did that. And I was working like 10 at night till 2 in the morning. That was my shift. Mm-hmm. And um, But also during that time, uh, that's when our first son, our only son right. showed up, yeah. Uh, Andrew. Andrew. Yeah, we got pregnant with him, and uh, he showed up in '96, mm-hmm. and uh, so exciting. That was a, that was a fun time. But yeah. uh, you know, I just I, I decided I needed to make a little more money to help feed that kid, mm-hmm. and so I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, decided to leave radio, and uh, I, I got uh, hired at Boeing. Yeah, I worked in Boeing. I'd never. That's this is not a part of the plan. Yeah, I'd forgotten yeah. you did that, and I told you I was surprised. Yeah, that you uh, had that job. But, yeah, but so it was I, a great job. It was a good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I met some great people and um, worked there for three years. I worked in what's called a parts control area and mm-hmm. just supplied parts to the mechanics so that they could build the pieces of the airplane that they needed. And you know, um, with in, in a lot of aircraft jobs, you know, layoffs happen. It's just kind of the cycle of things. Sure. And I got caught up in that and. And I wasn't surprised. I mean, the word on the street, it was going to happen. happen yeah. But, man, they were so nice about it. All the mechanics and everything, the, the day that I left, they had a big a big uh, potluck. They brought food mm-hmm. to go work on a mission mm-hmm. mic. And so they were just really good people, mm-hmm. just super nice. And uh, they said, okay, uh, they want to talk to me about my rehire rights because you get those. And I said, you know what? Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to pass. And they go, Really? Huh. And I go, yeah, I kind of want to get back into uh, this broadcasting thing. Yeah. And so um, they said, okay, that's fine. Um, and Boeing actually paid for me 
paid for my schooling to finish up. I had mm-hmm. 18 months left of schooling, and so they paid for that. And uh, I went back to Wichita State and uh, studied electronic media. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a communications major, uh, and so I learned how to do the TV side of things. Yeah. And um, graduated in 2001. Okay. Yeah, 2001, and mm-hmm. that's when my daughter was born. Mm-hmm. Amber. Uh, Amber, yeah. And so she came along right then, and I said, well, I need to find a job in TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, we um, I ended up working at uh, Cake TV in mm-hmm. Wichita for a short while before a position opened up over at uh, what was in the WB. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, network's not along around anymore. Yeah. Um, but that was a good, good, good place to work, and... Um, uh, I ended up leaving there and uh, going to work over at Fox, Kansas. And so that's where I've been ever since. Ever since. Yep. And Quite I, a few years now. Like yeah. What, 15, yeah. Well, it feels like I, I left for a short while. Yeah. For about eight months and went to work for a software company that does simulation training. And oh, yeah. I worked, uh-huh. uh, I did like the, the training vignettes and things like that. Mm-hmm. That was only yeah. for about eight months. And then uh, they had layoffs there. Mm-hmm. And uh, fortunately, there was a position back open at the TV station at Fox, yeah. Kansas. And they go, you want to come back? And I go, yes, I'd love to. Okay. So I was doing production there, making TV commercials, uh, writing scripts, mm-hmm. working with clients around town. And uh, the position for promotions manager came open. And I went, well, that kind of sounds cool. I think I might like to try that. Uh, and so I went in, interviewed for it, got it. So I've been actually promotions manager for 11 years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've been doing that. Uh, it's a, it's a fun job. I, I mean, I get to work, uh, with syndicators, uh, Warner brothers, uh, uh, you know, CBS, all these people mm-hmm. and, uh, help promote their TV shows. Yeah. And, um, uh, you're always putting something out there about a new show that's coming out and you always yeah. take my interest like, Oh yeah, Mike yeah. recommends this one. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll give that one a try. You know, a lot of the shows that I really like end up getting canceled anyway. You know, so I agree. Careful. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Yeah. There's one show I really like called surviving Jack. It was so funny, so good, but it didn't last long. Didn't last. Yeah. yeah. That's all right. But yeah, there's <laughs> a, uh, Fox, uh, we're a Fox affiliate. And so mm-hmm. I, I work a lot with the network there and, uh, help promote their shows and, um, we have family feud and it's, it's fun. It's, yeah. it's an interesting job. There's no other job like it really. Now you last know? year you got to be in a Super Bowl commercial. No, that was, you know how, was that two years ago? It's been more than that. It's Has been it like really? Four years ago. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm really behind. I thought it was yeah. last year. Yeah. It feels like, I remember, well, that commercial ran, it had a long shelf life. Okay. I, I was going to say, I've seen it since then. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It was actually a, a commercial for a local advertiser, but it, was, it ran it was, during the Super Bowl. Yeah. And, and was, I saw you. It was, like, it was so, liking. it was so funny because I knew it was going to run in the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. And, uh, again, Did you put it out on Facebook or something? No. Is that how I no, knew? no, 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 no. How did I know? I didn't say, I don't know how you knew. Maybe I didn't know till later. Maybe you didn't, or yeah. maybe you just saw it go, oh my gosh, is that Mike Hayden? Mike Hayden? During yeah. a Super Bowl? Uh, <laughs> yeah, and it was funny because I knew it was coming on and I didn't think anything of it yeah. uh, just because I'd been in a few commercials before. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of a sudden, my phone, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. I go, what's going on? And I go, oh my gosh, Mike <laughs> Hayden's on the Super Bowl. And of course, they didn't realize it was just a local commercial. They <laughs> thought of every, but you know, yeah. that is what it was. It was fun. It was kind of interesting. Fun. Yeah, then that ran for several years. But yeah, then, since obviously, because I, yeah. I think it was just last year. No, they've updated it so, since then. So. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, was a lot of fun. But. Yeah. 
<laughs> Get to make a trip to Vegas every year, you said, for a convention. Yeah, we have a, a convention, uh, FPEC, and then there's a Promax convention all in the same week. And they, I think they find the hottest week of the summer to send us out there. Of course. Uh, this last year, we were actually in Vegas for the hottest day Vegas has ever had. We were at Hoover Dam, oh. and it got up to be 121 degrees. Gee. Yeah, it was miserably warm. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we were at Hoover Dam, and it was cool to look at. But, yeah, we went out there. And But, yeah, uh, the conference, uh, Fox talks to us about their upcoming fall programming, and the syndicators talk to us about their plans for the new shows. And there's usually some stars there. There are. They, yeah. they, they prayed some people out. post all these pictures to make us oh jealous. Oh, my gosh. Uh, common people back yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a common guy. Yeah, I uh, met Dr. Oz, uh, Jane Lynch. Um, she was on Glee at the yeah, time. Yeah, I remember her. Uh, Gosh, who else? Uh, who's the Mindy from the Mindy Project? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, Mindy um, Kaling. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, and uh, Emma Roberts. Uh, just uh, oh, Rob Lowe. Yeah, there's a kind of interesting Rob Lowe story. Do we have time for that? We have time. Yeah, Tell Rob us. Lowe. So Rob Lowe was there talking about his show. I think he was the name of the show that he was on was it wasn't grandfathered. It was. Um, Oh, it was a lawyer. He, he played a lawyer. Okay, yeah. I, I watched one episode of yeah. this, and wasn't the, the guy from The Wonder Years, Fred Savage? Yeah, Fred wasn't Savage, he in it who too? was also in The Princess Bride. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, Fred Savage right. was in there, yeah. Uh, I forget the played name of the his, show. his brother? His brother. His brother. Yeah, and so Rob Lowe played a lawyer on TV. Yeah. And Fred Savage was an actual lawyer. Yeah. Uh, but the TV show got canceled, mm -hmm. and so he was in there playing his part in, you know, it was weird. It was a funny mm -hmm. show. But anyway, yeah, Rob Lowe was there promoting that with Fred Savage. Rob Lowe has done some what I thought were unusual things or not unpredictable things. Yeah. Because he's got it. Doesn't he have a show out now where he's like a ghost hunter? Or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Rob Lowe? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, we're talking teen, you know, heartthrob. The Rob Lowe from the Brat Pack. Exactly. Yeah. From our, you yeah. Know, my era. From, anyway. Yeah. He was like, really? He's doing that? <laughs> well, yeah. he uh, he was there. So after, you know, they'll they'll talk about their show and do their press stuff. And uh, they even allow us to go get pictures taken afterwards. And so mm -hmm. I got my picture taken with him. And then I still had time before the next session started. And I said, you know what? It's a good time for a bathroom break. Uh, so I start uh, heading towards the bathroom. And uh, somebody taps me on the shoulder. And I turn around. And it's Rob Lowe. Anyway, Rob Lowe goes to the bathroom? He goes. To, yeah. Yeah. Listen to the rest of the story. Okay. Uh, he, uh, he, and I go, hey. Uh, and he, he goes, so how long are you guys out here? And I go, oh, we're here all week uh, going to meetings and stuff. And uh, earlier in the day, we, we had a show at the time called Scream Queens. Yeah. Um, and that had Jamie Lee Curtis in it and the, that whole bunch. And, okay. and he uh, wanted to know how that, how their session was. I go, oh, it was great. You know, I think it's going to be a really cool show. And it ran two seasons. Um, but anyway, uh, he, he's going, uh, so what do you, what do you guys do out here all week? And so we kind of told him what we went through and I was still, I needed to go to the restroom and, and he's <laughs> going, still waiting to go yeah. To the and, and he goes, you know what? It looks like you're heading the same direction I am. I'll just follow you. And so, uh, <laughs> there I, and we go into the bathroom and. It's just me and Rob Lowe. <laughs> We're the only two guys in there. And uh, he just keeps talking, telling me about his... He was just mm -hmm. in the jungle in Guatemala or something. And and uh, just, like, he's just a regular guy. Yeah. And he even brought that up. He's going, you know what? A lot of people think that I'm a star, but I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm just a guy in a very high-profile job. Yeah. And I loved that. 
Yeah. And I thought I've always super... thought he seemed like a really cool guy. Yeah, he was cool. Not as cool as Harry Connick Jr. was. I got to meet oh, Harry Connick Jr. Really? I love him, He's too. the guy I want to be when I grow up. Yeah. He is so grounded he's and just cool so guy. he's in love with his family and yeah. uh, his parents and his faith. And he's just super cool. Neat. And uh, so Neat. we have his show, too. Yeah. 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 What's his show? It's yeah. called Harry. Okay. Yeah, it's a talk show. Uh, we oh, have it on okay. at four o'clock in the afternoon, mm, Monday through Friday. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, you're at work. Hmm. Um, I didn't but yeah, realize he was doing a talk show. This is season two. Well, yeah. good for him. Yeah, that's so one I would watch too. Yeah, so. it's interesting. So yeah, so we meet. I get to meet a lot of people. Very cool. Yeah, I never know who I'm going to meet, but I'm always excited mm. when I get to. So well, uh, you're just a cool guy, Mike. So oh please, I, <laughs> yeah, I enjoy visiting with you. Yeah. And, and I'm so glad you had time to stop by today. Absolutely. So. Yeah, it was my yeah. pleasure. I'd love to do it again sometime. I probably have more stories you could fill you up another hour. probably do. Just yeah. start making your notes now. So. <laughs> okay, I'll do that. That has been Mike Hayden today on the Front Porch.